Today brings the fourth week of our current message series for the Easter season, which we continue to celebrate. We began on Easter Sunday with the acknowledgement that while the world promotes power, possessions, pleasure, prominence as keys to success and successful living, something in us longs for more. And perhaps the way to talk about that longing, that more, is significance. Significant as in consequential. Significance comes from contributing to others. And that's what we want. That's what we long for. We long for our lives to matter, to matter to our friends and family, to matter to our community. And it is not at all immodest or overstated to acknowledge that we long to contribute more to the wider world. We want this world to be a better place because we've been here. We want people to know us, to be better off for having known us. This is why we're moved by stories of people who have made a difference. Their stories matter to us. They move us because we want to be like them. At the end of the day, at the end of our lives, we hope that others can talk about the amazing contribution we've made to their well-being, their experience, their quality of life. Easter Sunday in the entire Easter season celebrates the life of one man, one man who easily had the greatest impact for good ever in the whole history of the world. His life mattered so much that today, 2.2 billion believers around the world are celebrating the Easter season. Even though he lived 2,000 years ago in a remote, dusty corner of the Roman Empire, largely in obscurity for most all of his life. The Gospels describe Jesus as living a life, dying a death, and rising from the dead as one continuous act of service for the world. And then, then the Acts of the Apostles goes on to describe how the early church continued his work. They did all the things that Jesus did. They preached about God's love. They shared God's love. They created a community. They shaped a community that modeled God's love as they loved one another by serving one another. They loved one another by serving one another. It's simple, and it only makes sense. We become more like Jesus when we act like Jesus. And a great place to start, a great place to begin, a great place to practice is right here in your parish church. So last week, we laid out five different areas you can serve in currently. Weekend hospitality, next generation ministry, creative tech, online ministry, and member care. This weekend, this weekend we're inviting you to sign up to serve. And to tee up that ask, we're going to look at the benefits, the blessings that come from serving, specifically three, as, they find, as we find them in a passage from John's Gospel. So at one point, Jesus is preaching and teaching, and to make his point, 
he uses an analogy comparing himself to a shepherd. And he said this, the shepherd calls his own sheep and the sheep hear his voice and he leads them out of the sheep pen. So what's he talking about? What is this supposed to be about? Well, in most places, sheep from various flocks were brought together into a common pen at night to keep them safe from predators and thieves. There was no way to keep the flocks separate and no reason to either. In the morning, the shepherds would simply enter the sheep pen, calling the sheep of his flock with his own distinctive call that his sheep and only his sheep would recognize and follow. So Jesus is teaching that he wants that kind of relationship, he wants that kind of bond with his friends and followers. You know, one way we can be sure we're following Jesus is that we learn to recognize his voice and start hearing from him more consistently and more clearly. And this is definitely, definitely one of the benefits of serving in ministry. When you serve, it takes your relationship with Jesus to a different level, to another level. Serving in ministry isn't just about the tasks at hand, which oftentimes are entirely simple and completely unremarkable. It's about allowing the love of the Lord to work through us and in the process, getting to know him in a way you probably would not otherwise. You know, when you work with someone, when you work for someone, you get to know them. You just do. In some ways, we know the people we work with better than we know some of our friends and family members. In ministry, Jesus is using us to be an instrument of his goodness and grace in the world. And that means growing in our knowledge of the Lord. Next, he extends the metaphor to make another point, underscoring another benefit of service. He said, when he, the shepherd, has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. But they do not follow a stranger. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. A shepherd provides protection, direction, and provision for the sheep. He supplies protection for the sheep from wild animals and thieves. He gives direction so they don't wander off from the flock and into certain danger. And he provides provision, leading them to green pastures and still fresh waters. Elsewhere in Scripture, Psalm 23 famously describes this work of a good shepherd, anticipating the image Jesus is using here. The psalm says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. The sheep follow the shepherd because they've learned that he will lead them to only good things. Likewise, following Jesus through our service leads us to good things. It leads us to 
fulfillment. Sheep follow the shepherd because they don't follow the sheep follow the shepherd, but they don't follow the voice of strangers because they don't recognize the stranger's voice. Same for us. There are all kinds of voices trying to get our attention, promising to lead us to places of fulfillment. Voices in the culture coming at us in increasingly sophisticated ways to convince us that getting whatever, buying whatever, having whatever, going wherever is going to bring us fulfillment. And perhaps the things being promoted aren't necessarily bad things. In fact, they may be good things, great things, even treasured things, but they'll never completely fulfill you. They can't. They're not big enough. They're not big enough to fulfill you. Fulfillment can only come through the one who is big enough to fulfill you, who alone is the Lord God. Fulfillment comes from being in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Fulfillment comes from being a part of what God is doing in the world by serving him. Fulfillment comes from being in a community of faith with other members of his family serving alongside you. So, service brings knowledge of the Lord, fulfillment of the Lord, and then he continues and concludes, I came so that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus Christ says, when I invite you to serve, it's not because I want something from you. I want something for you. I want you to know me more intimately, follow me more closely, and allow me to lead you to an abundant life. The most important benefit of serving is that we step out onto a path leading to a more abundant life, a life of abundance and blessing. you fulfillment from serving at Nativity. And here are some of their stories. Colleen said, the children are adorable, hysterical, and excitable. I absolutely love seeing the kids' faces and how excited they get when they enter time travelers. They can't wait to participate in the Bible story, the games, the other activities. Some of them can be shy, but as we get to know them, we're able to engage them too. Time Travelers is so rewarding. We're spreading God's word in the hearts and minds of these little guys and girls. It's truly amazing to witness. It gives me such joy that we are making a difference in the lives of these kids today. Francesca said, I love greeting because it connects me more deeply to the parish and parishioners every time I serve. When I talk to the people I see every week, as well as visitors and newcomers, they are so happy to be welcomed. You can see the difference it makes on their faces. Sometimes they even ask me how I'm doing, which just makes me feel loved. Judge serves in our next gen ministry in our middle school program, and he says this. Week to week, there are gifts and rewards that are beyond measure. Each session, there are moments where a middle schooler gives such an insightful answer or shares something that so resonates with the group that I am really deeply impressed. And some weeks are full of those moments. Like a few weeks ago, 
when all 14 of the eighth graders in our group voluntarily received the sacrament of confession. I thought we would get maybe three, four tops, but all of them went to confession and were very thoughtful and deliberate about it. I was so proud of them. Watching this group of boys, some of whom we've been meeting with since fifth grade, learn, grow, come out of their shells, and now to see them as eighth graders is amazing. Initially, they came together as strangers, many of whom attend different schools, and to see the relationships they formed and how they bonded and all get along so well is just wonderful to witness. It's been trying at times, of course, but I can honestly say that I've been blessed and received so much more than I put into it. Katrina said, I signed up to be a weekend chat host for the weekend masses, which we live stream. When I started this ministry, it seemed like a nice thing to do for those people who couldn't come to church, the shut-ins, the elderly, the sick. The chat hosts were responsible for greeting people in the chat room, answering questions, and occasionally praying with someone. Then along came COVID. Suddenly, everyone was watching online. It was then that we realized that just greeting people didn't satisfy their need for a church experience. In a few short weeks, we went from greeters to online worship leaders. We put our faith out there and communicated what we were feeling about the songs, the message, everything. It became a true worship experience, and I am more committed to serving our online community now than ever. I now see I was created to help bring people to Christ. Serving affords me the opportunity to do it. What an honor. Patricia, who's in our member care ministry, said, I have been serving in member care for a number of years. I enjoy talking with our older parishioners and listening to and learning from their life experiences. The most important part is learning about their faith journey. I'm overwhelmed at times by the strength of their faith in difficult circumstances. It certainly has impacted me and strengthened my faith. I look forward to each visit. Taking communion to our parishioners is the greatest honor of all. I serve to help Nativity, but more importantly, I feel like I am serving God. Stephen is in Creative Tech Ministry and says this. Serving in ministry at Nativity has helped me grow in my faith by exposing me to how our teams and our church as a whole can make a major impact in people's lives. This exposure has filled me with wonder at what God can do to touch our hearts with joy, no matter the pain or suffering we may be experiencing. Serving means everything to me. It fills me with purpose, joy, and love for everybody I'm serving with and everyone we're serving. I cannot express enough what serving in nativity has done for my life as a whole and how God has blessed and saved me through it. So to sign up this weekend, just text the word GO to 88877, and from there you can simply follow the prompts that you'll receive on your phones. And even if you're not sure which ministry you want to serve in, text us anyway, and just let us know that you're interested. Remember, the path to significance begins with service. Hey, everyone.
everyone, thanks for watching with us today. Hit that subscribe button right now so you don't miss a single thing. You can be part of our mission to love God, love others, and make disciples simply by sharing this video. We are so grateful you're part of our community.